How to create lasting habits. Habit Mastery with Vicky Rohr. Do you ever struggle with overcoming unhealthy habits and sticking to good habits that would bring more happiness into your life? Would you like to learn how to create these lasting habits by mastering them? Then you're in the right place. Give us thumbs up if you are interested. Welcome to Happy and Healthy Mind. If this is the first time you're joining us, my name is Dr. Rosina, and I am a psychiatrist, an author, and a speaker. Over the last 20 years, I have been specializing in treatment of stress, anxiety, and depression. And I really believe that you can prevent so much suffering by taking simple preventive steps. And therefore, I started this program where we share practical tips for your mental fitness so you don't have to suffer unnecessarily. The purpose is prevention, education, and not treatment. So please refer to your healthcare professional for specific advice. Our mission is to bring health and happiness to more than a million people. So if you find some value, please like, subscribe, and share so more people can live happier and healthier life. We stream this program on Saturday at 11 o'clock Pacific time. And if you're joining during our live program, you can ask questions by putting in the comment section. And if you would like to join in future during the live streaming, then you can text us word joyful to the number 38470. And we'd be happy to send you the links for resources and reminders for the next program. So, all right, let's jump in today. And today our guest is Vicky Rood. Thank you, Vicky, for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Rosina. So Vicky is a certified life coach specializing in helping women through their journey of self-discovery so they can achieve their goals, including healthy lifestyle, relationship transition, career changes, job promotions, and self-acceptance. And so before I start asking questions to Vicky, let me ask the audience, how many times do you snooze your alarm before getting out of bed? All right, go ahead and put it in the comment section. Do you snooze once, twice, or three times? All right, and while people are answering the question, Vicky, tell me how many times you snooze your alarm before you get out of bed. Well, this is a this is kind of one of the catalysts to my change in habits because I used to go from, let's say my alarm was at 6.15. Sometimes I would hit snooze until 7, 7.10. Uh -huh. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It was it was quite a trend. <laughs> I have like, you know, three snoozes. <laughs> so I know that after this, not going to snooze and I need to get out by by the third alarm. But I my husband makes the joke that he just puts the alarm early and then he he feels good that he still has time to sleep. I was like, why would you put the alarm? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, the, these are the simple habits that we develop. Some of them help us and some of them don't. So uh, tell me, Vicky, why did this topic become important in your life? Well, how, how did it? Well, it, it started out about 10 and a half years ago. I was a salesperson and I was really stressed out and I was using alcohol to cope when I came home and, and, it, and it became a problem. And what happened was I decided that I needed to get some help and I did. And working the 12 steps, I was able to really make drastic change in my life through very small habits, 
changing little things every single day. And then I got, we're going to fast forward. I became very successful in my job. Go figure. I had better habits. I became even more successful. So what happened was uh, I started to get stressed out again. And I realized it, I, I was, I was upset. I was stressed out. I would come home. I was, I was running on empty. I wasn't available for my kids. I would leave work pick them up, feed them, open my computer, and I just completely wasn't present. Happens to a lot of us. I can relate. <laughs> can you guys relate? So, and you kind of worked on building good habits. And so tell me, how is your life different since you implemented these habits in your life? Well, it, and as a journey that you go through, because clearly I, I made a change and then I had to go back and, and readjust, right? So my life is so much different. I have more freedom. I have mm -hmm. a lot more joy. I have a lot more connection with the people in my life. And I actually have choices. I don't feel like I'm in prison anymore. I feel like I can make a choice and I give myself some grace. So you feel liberated. Oh, big time. Big wonderful, time. wonderful. I'm sure our audience would like some tools to, to be able to develop habits that stick and they could also feel the joy and freedom you're talking about. So uh, can you share some of the tools that helped you? Well, I would love to. Um, first things first. The number one thing I had to do was figure out what was important in my life. I had to learn how to prioritize. So I'm talking about as simple as like we were talking about with the snooze button. What time do I want to wake up? How much time do I need in the morning to prepare so that I'm not rushing around like a chicken with my head, head cut off or my hair on fire, right? I had to figure out what I needed to do at work in terms of what was what I was going to focus on. Was I going to let those emails pull me in before I did what I needed to do for my job? What, what was important with my family, with my family time, with my health, with my habits, and what was not negotiable? What were the, what were the deal breakers? I, I have to do this every single day. I have to do, I, this one's kind of, I can do it on the weekends. So I really had to identify and prioritize what was important and what was less important. Right. So I say like, you know, purpose and prioritization. I had to do the same thing. I remember when I was like, you know, I've always done me my to-dos, to-do list. And then so every morning I would just kind of go through the to-do list. But like a few years back, I realized I had a lot of to-dos related to the work, to family, to community. And what about me? I was just kind of somewhere you know, if there, if I was there, I was somewhere below. And so everybody else came before me. And so a lot of times I was not doing anything for myself. So since then I developed technique of doing prior priorities of the day. So I have a habit of like, you know, writing my journal every morning. And so after doing my gratitude journal, I do a priorities of the day. And so in the priorities of the day, I started making four circles. So the first circle was self. The second circle was my family and third circle was for my work and fourth circle was my community. So then I can just, even if it is just simple as I'm going to do my walking and water, 
you know, the water is something that I keep on forgetting when I kind of get into the work mode. And so sometimes, you know, three, four hours would go by and I'm not drinking. So just putting that, you know, priorities for the day that I'm going to drink my four bottles of water today and do the walking reminds me that that's what I needed to do. And that has really helped me too. So thank you for sharing. Let me ask the audience this time. So can you guys enter? What is one non-negotiable joy habit that you have? And this is a signal for everybody to drink your water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I really like it to decide, you know, what you have to do, what you need to do and what you want to do. The habits should bring you joy. And that's a big part of what what was part of the change that needed to be made because there was zero joy. Right. And so taking that time to really figure out those things and fit those in because you can have happiness and success. It doesn't all have to be a grind. Right, right. Many times we feel like it's one or the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are entering and thank you for sharing. Brene said that taking a bath is one of her negotiable. And Donna says walking every day is a non-negotiable. And Shamshad saying gardening water, gardening and watering my plants is yes, these are great. And I also call them your deposits in your emotional coping account. So everybody has an has internal coping accounts. And so when we have lots of stressors and uh, withdrawals, you know, your account becomes depleted. And so you need to kind of put enough deposits to have reserve. And, you know, intelligent people put a little bit deposit in their saving account so that you, you have some buffer, emergency buffer. So people who do these everyday small deposits through these non-negotiable joy habits that you're calling, and I call deposits in your emotional copying up account, develop their resilience, their ability to cope with whenever there is higher demand in form of stress or change. So wonderful. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. All right. So what's your second tool? Well, my second tool is is rather new, but it's a morning declaration. And so it's, it's evolved over the years. But what I do today is I, I go into the bathroom and, and after I'm brushing my teeth, I say, today I'm committed to connection or today I'm committed to love or today I'm committed to growth or today I'm committed to ease. I always say something in the mirror and then I end it with a, I put my hand on my heart and I say, good morning, Vicki. I love you. And that's from wonderful. a book I read. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's a, such a wonderful thing. So putting your hand on, on your heart and saying, good morning, Vicky, I love you. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of expressing self-love. That is yep. wonderful. Mm -hmm. One of my other guests, you know, in the previous uh, program talked about opening the day with curiosity. You don't know what's going to happen, but like excited. I wonder what's going to happen. Like you're in an adventure park and I wonder what, what uh, kind of ride you're going to take today. It's life is like, you know, a trip to an adventure park, right? It really is. <laughs> you, you never know what's going to happen next, what's going to happen on the next turn. And you can sit scared and like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen versus I wonder what's going to happen today and yeah. accepting it with the open arms. That's wonderful. It is. All right. So what's your third tip? So my third tip is keeping it small. 
making it mini. So I have a tendency to go hard and go in and go all in. And whenever I do that, I, I, I'm, I never maintain it. And, and it's about making these habits stick, right? When I'm coaching clients, this is what we need to do. And so what I've done is very small segments. So I either break it up in time. So if I'm going to change something, let's say do breathing exercises for five minutes, start with five minutes, and then I build upon that. Or just start one a day, start one new thing or a week, I mean, not a day, and then that's what I exactly what I would used to do. But if you just do one little thing, change one little thing, and once you feel like you've mastered it, and it's become this thing that you do every day, then you can add on to that. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about it, this thing in, in a bit that you are running this uh, Habit Mastery Summit right now. And so I was listening to one of the speakers in the summit and he was talking about how you want to keep doing that habit regularly until it sticks. So it's the practice. You identify one thing, but if you do it only one time or two times, it may not stick. And so one, uh, you know, the neurology of, of the habit building also tells you and let me just kind of show you instead of telling you so Ooh. let's see if people have a paper can you please pick up a paper in your hand and and try to fold it okay so habit is like a pathway in your brain and as you as you do things repeatedly it creates creates a crease or or a pathway in your brain all right and so the next time even without trying if you put the paper it would it would land on that crease, right? All right, so if you want to break this habit and you don't want to automatically do it, what you want to do is build a different habit, right? So if you build a different habit, but if you do it only one time and you try to put the paper, it would again fall on the previous habit, right? Because the previous habit has established brain pathways. So if you want to really break it, you build a new habit and then you keep on practicing it, practicing it, practicing it. So the more you practice, the more it sticks. So the next time you put the paper, it would automatically fall on your new habits. But remember that the old habit may come back again because the crease is still there. You want to practice really new habits so much that it becomes habit and watch out for the old habit. As soon as it comes out, you let it go and then you go back to your new habit. And that's how you make your make habit stick. And so, one more thing on this for me that I really needed to learn how to do was not beat myself up if I didn't do that habit. So let's say I decided I wanted to take five minutes before I went to work and dropped the kids off at school. If I didn't, I give myself a break, I get to work, then I do the breathing. Or if I miss that whole day, it's okay. I'm not mad at myself. I just start again the next day. Yeah. And I just uh, discussed this in last session. And briefly, I shared the story of me and my treadmill. <laughs> and so I, what I used to do is I used to have this chart of the date when I, whenever I was going on the treadmill. And I would mark, you know, today I did this, this much exercise. So every time I would go after a break, I used to feel really bad and negative. And I would say, bad girl, you did not do exercise for five days or whatever. And so when I realized that that negative feeling was pulling me down, I shifted 
And so then I started telling myself, if I see that there is a gap in, in my days, I would say, good job. I'm so glad you're back. Instead of saying, bad girl, you didn't do it for the exercise for five days. And that changed the energy, that changed the motivation. It had allowed me to make it more of a practice. So thank you for sharing. Great All example. Right. Thank you. So what's your fourth tip? Well, my fourth tip is a very popular technique called stacking habits. And, you know, with the toothbrush and the morning declaration, that's one habit. So I, I always brush my teeth. And so, except when I had a new baby and then everything goes out the window, but <laughs> you don't even know what time it is. But so I would always do my morning declaration. But the, another one that I do is I always get coffee in the morning and right next to my coffee pot are my medications and my vitamins that I need to take. And every morning, because I always get my coffee, I always take my vitamins and if you want to get a little excited, I do drink water because I have to take my vitamins and my medicine. So I got three of them stacked into one. But you really are more successful when you know that you have a habit in place and you add another habit. Yes, yes. A lot of times, you know, I tell my patients, okay, so you need to keep your medication with something that you do every day, whether it's brushing or eating so that you can take your medications regularly. And so one of the things that we were talking earlier in uh, when we were discussing about your summit, remember you told me about how every time your car stops at a stop sign, you do your mindfulness practice. Yep. Such a beautiful way of kind of reminding yourself of doing mindfulness. Uh, one of the exercises that I share with people, it's called, I called it feet to floor, because as soon as your feet touch the floor, then you can remember to bring yourself to the present moment. And so, yeah, stacking habit has a lot of research behind it too. All right. So what's your fifth tip? Oh, my fifth tip is trying to break bad habits. And this is really for me, I'll, I'll give you a couple different examples. One is rushing. I tend to rush a lot. I have lack of patience at times, especially great examples at the store when I'm in line. I don't know why I feel like I have to race home, but I do. And if I notice that or when I notice that I'm doing that, I'll stop myself. And I'll do this breathing technique. And it's it's called the four, seven, eight. So um, we'll just do it real quick. So when I'm standing there, just imagine you're in the store, you're annoyed because someone's writing a check. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you take a deep breath in your nose for four. One, two, three, four. Then you hold it for seven. One, two, three, four five, six, seven. Then you exhale out of your mouth for eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And, and that kind of stops me in my, in my bad habit of being impatient. And the other one is that I really use it for is negative self-talk. So I'll notice when I, when I start to say I can't do something or I get negative and, and I really, that one really jars me out of that because I just know that if I just focus on those numbers and counting, that really helps me get out of that, that place. And, and it seems to be a good one that works for me. Wonderful. Wonderful. I do a similar one, which I call it box breathing. And we, we use the, the phrase all is well. So like you breathe in for the count of four, breathe in. 
hold it and breathe out then take a break for so it kind of makes a box and but when you're breathing in you can say all is there that's awesome yeah so similar technique that can help you break the break that rush feeling at the same time calm you and ground you and bring you to the present moment so that's wonderful let me ask another question to the audience at this time so is there a habit or a tool that helps you keep your habits or build a habit that sticks please share so other people can also learn and while people are putting that let me ask vicky you were going to share a gift with our audience so tell us about your gift so i wrote a book called the woman's path to joyful selling it's an ebook and I'd love to share it with the audience. It is for women and it is for selling, but it really is for everyone. And it talks about habits specifically with work, a lot of prioritizing your time during the day. There are a lot of really good tools that you can use to instead of we all know we're going to scroll right we all know we're going to go on facebook or instagram but what i found is when i schedule the scroll i'm so much less apt to get stuck into it for an exorbitant amount of time so i'm happy to share that book with people and you'll really really get a lot out of it wonderful wonderful so as i said earlier if you want to get the link to the book please text the word joyful to 38470 or join our Facebook group, Happy and Healthy Mind with Dr. Rosina. And so, uh, Vicki, do you have a take-home message for our audience? I do, I do. And you know, if you feel like you want to have more freedom in your life, you want to be more joyful, you want to have more fun, you want to be present with the people that you care about and that you work so hard to love, right? Uh, you can, you can do it with simple, simple habits. It's, it's practice and it's not perfectly easy, but it really does help you change. It changes you in a way that, that if you don't, you can just stay stuck. I know, I don't know about you guys, but I've been, I can stay very stubborn and stuck with what's comfortable and stay in my box of, well, I know this chaos. I'd rather just, I don't know what's going to happen if I look at it as an adventure. But when I, when you flip the script and you just try to change really small things in your life every day and you find some success, you really can get to this different level of comfort within yourself and self-care too. That's wonderful. Thank you. So can you tell us what we can do to either contact you or join your summit? Absolutely. So I have, I'll have a link for you all. It's from till March 7th. We have 22 amazing psychiatrists, authors, coaches that are speaking about habits and about how you can change your habits and great techniques. And if you take a couple of them, you'll get it in your email every day. It is, there's our phenomenal speakers. And I will say there's one that's extra special and that's Dr. Rosina. So thank, thank you, you so for much. being a part of it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So we're going to put the link in the, in the description that people can join the Habit Mastery Summit. And yes, my interview is going to be, I think, go out on March 2nd. 
Yes. So please join in and check it out. And they're like in a wonderful speakers, as I was saying that I was listening to one today. And so now it's time for our special of the day. But before we do the special of the day, let me just announce to people that our anniversary of happy and healthy mind is coming up. Yeah, it's been a whole year. I can't believe it because okay, like when well. we started, it was COVID and the first session was how to, uh, I wanted to help my patients how to see me virtually uh, because they couldn't leave home. And then we were trying to focus on the managing stress of working from home and it kept on building and we brought a lot of authors and thought leaders and people like you. So thank you for joining. So yes, so we would be celebrating our 50th session and your anniversary on 13th of March, so two weeks from now. And That's we are fun. going to accept questions. And so any questions that you want to put, anything that you liked about these programs or any improvement suggestion, please start sending us. You can put it either in the comment or directly send us via the website, drrosina.com. And we'd be happy to incorporate those in our uh, celebration event and going forward. All right. So now it's time for our special of the day. Special is for those times when you have, you kind of become angry and you scream and then you feel guilty. Do you ever go through that? <laughs> Most people <Yeah>. do. <laughs> especially mothers of course you know with the with the kids and and so what happens is that many times when we are act reacting in anger we say or do things that we regret later because anger makes us stupid right <laughs> and so so we, we sometimes blurt out things or scream and say things then you know that hurt people that we we love and so what to, what to do? So one of the techniques that helped a lot of my patients and me can share, would you like to learn? Yes. Yeah. And once you would apply that technique, you'll see that you'd be able to handle situation with more calmness and you'd, you would not have to suffer with the, with the guilt feelings, but you would be able to actually get what you want. You'll increase the chance of getting what you want more. All right. So to do the technique, what you want to do is number one, become aware. Let's use the example of, let's say example of a woman who is frustrated and has, a, uh, has had a bad day and she really is frustrated with her husband for not talking to her. All right. So what happens usually? Okay. So husband walks in uh, or you can reverse it. You walk in and you see your partner and you are really frustrated because you guys have not been talking. So what do people do first? they become a little passive aggressive, would not talk, would not answer, would have this flat face. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and then if something happens and then they get the chance and they just blurt out, you never cared about me. You don't listen to me. You don't talk to me. Okay. And so what is the result? It would increase, it would escalate and, uh, you know, the, your partner is giving the argument back and then it goes back and forth and it leads to very opposite result of what you really want, right? So next time when you feel like, you know, your anger is going up, recognize it and you can do these three things. Number one, let's say if you are, you are already in the argument, you can just say, I need water. Okay. So you can either do the break, you know, you can tell yourself, take a break or you can say, just excuse me, or I'll be back or stay here, whatever you want to say, go get the glass of water. 
all right so either you take the glass of water or a bottle of water the second thing you want to sit down because when you are standing up you are in this confrontation mode so when you sit down and you're drinking the glass of water it would cool your body down and number three you can do the cooling breath the straw breathing do you know about that straw breathing so you you curl your tongue a little bit and imagine a straw and suck from the straw you feel a little cold in your mouth yeah so you it makes you cooler so it decreases your body temperature so when you are angry your body temperature is up by doing these things you decrease the body temperature you give your brain that few seconds to think what are you trying to achieve okay so you want attention from your partner you want to be able to talk and you want to be able to share your frustration so say okay if i scream would i get what i want or <laughs> if you think that by screaming you're going to get what you want do scream but then scream intentionally without like instead of reactively because then you would know okay that's what you wanted to do that's what you wanted to achieve and that's what you did so you will feel good and you won't feel so guilty afterwards okay but if you think that scream is going to give you opposite result then just calm down and say hey I really would like to talk to you. Can you sit down so we can discuss? See, simple. Tell me. Would you increase the chance of being able to communicate better if you take option 1 and react with impulsiveness and or passive aggressiveness or would you increase the chances of getting what you want if you calm down and then ask what you really need? Yes, Vicky? calm down. I would say the second. Yeah. <laughs> So let me let me ask this audience a question and leave you guys with this question. What do you choose? Please put in the comment. Do you choose to reactively scream and later on feel guilty or do you choose to take this break, calm down and then do whatever you want to do intentionally and on that note uh, stay happy and healthy remember that every day is a new day every day is a new opportunity to do what you would like to do keep practicing those habits uh, keep calming yourself down stay happy healthy and safe till next time